Lewis. It's a DJ Ski exclusive. It's a new motherfucking West Coast movement here. The news is a shit show these days, and we're here to give you a break from the white supremacist media bullshit by bringing you the shitty news so that you can feel less like shit because you know the people discussing all the fucked up shit give a shit about you and the shitty situations you deal with every day. So shit, pour yourself a glass and settle in for Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. Every morning, when I get ready to take my shower, still today, and it's been five years, when I cut this water on, it comes out brown at the beginning. Did you see that? But overnight it would be much more, but it's still a little brown. And then this is what I have to take a shower in every day. Today is our normal Thursday. Hey, sugar, what time did you get here this morning? Four o'clock in the morning? What? When we tell people we still need, they're like, oh, I thought everything was fine. No, everything is not fine. If it was fine, these people would not be lined up for two miles just to get four cases of water. Come on so we can get you in, get you out. Two. Come on, let's be straight up. No one wants to believe that a city could still be in crisis in the United States of America. We test the water on a regular basis. We're working with the local city as well as the state. Um, we're still providing um, bottled drinking water to people if, if they need it, but, it, but at this point, the water quality in Flint, Michigan it is safe to drink. Just milk. You got you. How could it be fine to drink if you're still telling me I need to run my water for five minutes every morning? See, when I take showers, I have to, once I get out of showers, I have to rub down in alcohol before I can do anything because this has you still itching. Oh, really? That water got us itching so bad over there, it's a shame. Uh, on my left, they have already picked up their water and their food with the line on my right is we're servicing. There's so many. We have a school that's come in volunteering. This has affected me. I can't bring my family here and my grandchildren. We have to spend extra money to do the things that we want to do, like a simple bath, you know, for the babies. And that's the thing, you, when you get used to something, it's, it's kind of like, well, I'm immune to it now. And so it doesn't bother people on a physical level, but mentally, this is what we go through. And there that goes for the audio. Run a little decibel check, check, microphone check, outs fucking standing. Did I say outs fucking standing? It's plural outs. <clears throat> All right. And for the folks on the podcast audio, that was um, an update from Flint, Michigan with the water. And folks that are checking out the video, we're just getting straight to this coming off of an outlet called the WashingtonBlade.com. Uh, this is from August 2nd. Right now, it is 4.01 a.m. as I record this on August 6th. I'm 36 years old. And I do need to post up side-by-side uh, -side pictures. I did take a picture when I turned 30. And I think it'll be interesting to put a side-by-side -side picture up of me turning 36 <laughs> for funsies. You know, melanin and all that love. And speaking of love, Alicia Love. 
um, is, to my understanding, at this moment as I read this, is alive. All right, coming off the WashingtonBlade.com article posted August 5th, yesterday at 9 a.m. The journalist is uh, Lou Shibaro Jr. All right. Transgender woman beaten robbed at DC gas station. Black trans woman Alicia Love. Uh, This story says uh, she just got off work uh, from her job as a manager at the DC Eagle Gay Bar about 3 a.m. on August 2nd. And she was beaten and robbed uh, by seven. Seven. Um, to our understanding, cis male attackers. You understand what I'm talking about? Mm, sipping me hot cocoa. Um, <clears throat> by seven motherfuckers. And, uh, <clears throat> and, um, and uh, this was about three blocks from the Eagle as uh, she was walking to a convenience store at a gas station in, um, on Minnesota Avenue Northeast, according to the police report. Alicia Love, who was um, who first disclosed the incident in a harrowing account on her Facebook page, said the attack took place at two locations at the gas station and less than a block away on the street. Uh, she told the folks at this outlet, the Washington Blade, uh, that the incident began when she was walking along Minnesota Avenue after getting off work from her Thursday night shift at the Eagle. Excuse me. And as she typically does, uh, she does a stop at the late night convenience store at the Sitco gas station. And um, and this is a quote from her um, retelling to the Washington Blade. As I'm going to the gas station, I walk past a group of seven guys. Uh, They were uh, calling me names like um, the T word and uh he, she, and the, uh, the F word. I don't, I'm not interested in repeating those terms. If you're familiar with the wine cellar, if you're familiar with transphobia or homophobia, you know goddamn well what these words are. And, um, and she, uh, she told the blade, uh, that quote, I ignored it and I stayed focused on where I was walking, end quote. But minutes later, as she got close to the gas station, she noticed the men were following her. So she changed course slightly and walked across the street uh, to what the police uh, report says was uh, the 3800 block of Blaine Street Northeast, which is just off of Minnesota Avenue, a short distance from the gas station, quote. And basically, they started saying, um, give me your purse, give me your stuff. And I was like, leave me alone. I don't want any problems. Uh, Continuing her quotes. These are quotes. um, So before I could say anything more, they ran up on me, all seven of the guys, and they jumped on me. And I fell to the ground and they started to kick me and punch me and kick me in my face and called me names like the T-word. So they took my purse, and that's why I was so scared, because I was getting up and getting ready to run across the street, and they realized there was no money and anything valuable in my purse. 
end quote. Um, her greatest fear at the moment, um, she recounted, was the attackers saw uh, she had a uh, a so-called fanny pack. I don't I don't understand so-called fanny pack. I, is that like is that not the official name of those products? The the is it is hip pouch? Maybe hip pouch is the official name. I've never seen so-called fanny pack though. All right. So she had a so-called fanny pack or a a belt bag around her waist, which was um, which was where her money, bank debit card, and other important items were located. I've thought about getting one of those again. You know, like the early 90s. Like, you know, get a fucking fanny pack. Boom, all your shit's right there. Blam, grab it. It's like fucking... It's like turning anything you have on into cargo pants. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, basically any pants instantly become cargo pants. All right, continuing forward. <clears throat> it was at that time, she said, that she ran for her life toward the gas station as the attacker, who discovered her purse had no valuables in it, and two of the other attackers ran after her. She managed to run into a small convenience store that's part of the Sitgo gas station and immediately asked a cashier who was sitting inside in an enclosed booth um, to let her inside the booth. Quote, I told them they're coming after me. Can you please let me in? I'm like, I need help. So he looked at me and ignored me and the attackers came in. Um, uh, came in there it was three guys and they started to punch me and beat me and they took my fanny pack and they took my phone and everything um end quote uh and the uh the journalist continues uh saying in the midst of the struggle before they took her phone according to love she managed to call 911 and tried to explain where she was and what was happening uh, back to quotes from um, from Alicia Love. Quote, I basically was in disbelief. I just came out of the gas station and fell on the ground and started to cry. I just didn't know what to do. I was crouched up. I was bruised up. Um, end quote. Minutes later, the D.C. police arrived. Uh, she told the Blade a short time after that, she said. Uh, Lieutenant Jessica Hawkins, uh, the openly trans DC uh, cop um, who up until last year served as a supervisor for the police LGBT liaison unit also arrived on the scene <clears throat> Hawkins said the other officers took her information for a report like she said Love said um, she declined a um, an offer by police to arrange for an ambulance to take her to the hospital niggas can't have them ambulance bills cause Nigga, she just got her bank card and fucking money, Jack. Niggas, and nigga probably can't handle uh, a- ambulance bills of a motherfucker, man. All right. Although she was bruised and suffered scrapes and a cut on her leg uh, that was bleeding, she told the officers she wanted to go home and be by herself for the remainder of the night. The police report says among the items taken by the attackers was three hundred motherfucking dollars in cash. Her iPhone, an Uber card, a bank Visa card, and her DC ID. The report lists the incident as a suspected hate crime. Shit, nigga, that's a 211. Well, that might just be California Penal Code. But fucking, um, that's hate crime. That's robbery. Um, 
aggravated assault, assault, fuck it, throw in simple assault, I'm pretty sure they got that shit on the book somewhere, but you know, this fucking Anglo-American jurisprudence ain't about shit, Emperor William got something for that ass, vote me in, um, so Alicia Love, you know what, I'm, let me chickity check myself before I riggedy wreck myself. Yes, Alicia Love. Da, 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 da. Alicia Love states on her Facebook page that in addition to working as a manager at the Eagles, she performs at the DC Leather Bar in drag shows and also performs in drag shows at several other gay and LGBT supportive bars and clubs in the DC area. The hate bias attack against her on um, August 2nd became the eighth incident of violence against one or more LGBT people in, D- in the D.C. area since the, um, excuse me, June 13th murder of Zoe Spears. Uh, Zoe Spears, a trans woman in Fairmont Heights, um, and that was uh, just across the D.C. line in, uh, in Prince George's County. Um, other incidents took place in D.C. and involved assaults and robberies by assailants who appear to have targeted their victims because of their um, uh, sexual orientation and gender identity. The most, re- the most recent of other incidents occurred on July 22nd and July 24th when an unidentified uh, assumed cis male suspect targeted three trans women f- um, for, for armed robberies on the street in separate locations where trans women congregate, according to D.C. police. Right? And, um... And that is, um... What I'm carrying here. There's, um... Other items that we just don't really have much time to get to. I've got to get this uploaded and go get on the shift. But, uh... Mitch McConnell broke his, uh... His old buster-ass shoulder... Um, apparently there's some shit called MAGA MILFs. I need to click on that and see what the fuck that is. Um, also, uh, something coming off of the New York Post. There was, a uh, black rag dolls that were meant to be abused got pulled from the shelves. Like, these were, like, you know, those Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls. You remember them joints if you're elder enough? But they made them, like, all black, and the idea was that if you're frustrated, you just slam them up against the wall and shit, and they got pulled from shelves. Um, Nancy Pelosi used um, Elon Omar for a photo op and a visit to Ghana. Omar's from Somalia, but Nancy Pelosi is a white supremacist. She really doesn't give a shit. They're both nigger town to her. Um... Centoya Brown is um, pretty much about to is getting out like on the right now status Um, well very fucking soon but this is from August 2nd and uh, Centoya Brown was the um, the individual uh, a person I think you could say actually was trafficked right if I remember the story right and um, and uh you know, just sort of forced into rape slavery. Like, that's not sex work. That's rape slavery when you're actually fucking trafficked. And uh, Centoya Brown is getting out of prison for defending herself against rape slavery. And um, also, uh, folks may have seen this in your news feed. Um, a Manhattan art gallery owner got bashed in the face in New York City for wearing a Trump MAGA hat. 
but that's also this shit could be a lie because like even like and I mean still fuck the police a cab all day nigga fuck them niggas but um even the police think this motherfucker's lying saying that some teenagers grabbed him but let's say the shit is true he was wearing one of the make America great again hats now let's go I, I really should just repost the fucking episode an episode I did called the gangsterism of MAGA because nigga when you put on that MAGA hat you're putting on some shit that is associated with people that put in work alright gangster shit thug shit like when you put that on you're associating yourself with those motherfuckers, those white people in Florida that were beating that black man and yelling nigger and ironically all lives matter at the same time. All right, if folks might remember that from the, uh, I think that was late 2015, somewhere around there, you know what I'm talking about. Um, you're associating yourself with fucking um, school children, white school children that were um beating the shit out of and choking out fucking uh, Muslim school children elementary we're talking about elementary and middle school and shit alright you're associating yourself with them on some level um, I think Dylan Roof was pre-MAGA but uh he's fucking associated you know uh, all these fucking runners and gunners shooting up the mosques and all that running up Shooting them niggas in the, what was it, like, Kroger's grocery store? Kroger's, uh, what, what, what are those gentrifier stores? One of those stores where you know when it shows up, you're like, oh shit, we finna get gentrified. One of those stores. Like, you put that hat on, and you're telling everybody who's not white and not, um, Protestant. Yeah, you could probably say Catholic, too. Not white, not Protestant Catholic, not westernized around you that you will fuck them up and so they saw that and you know what if you follow the logic pragmatically these motherfuckers want all these stand your ground laws right and stand your ground laws is if you perceive some shit as a threat you get to pop off with that deadly force right right a MAGA hat wearing motherfucker is a threat a severe fucking threat a potentially armed and ready to pull the trigger threat so why not crack off with deadly force seems logical I mean quite frankly it, it, hell if you see a white man with new balance shoes on and is kind of burly with a fucking gray t-shirt and khaki cargo shorts you don't even have to have on a MAGA hat you look like a shooter clap him Shit, if you see a white dude that looks kind of fucking dorky and has black frame glasses, pop off. That's a threat. If you follow this shit, if we're honest about it, and we follow these stand your ground type laws to the logical conclusion pragmatically, then you will pop off at these motherfuckers on sight. You know. Aye, motherfuckers. Winecellarmedia.com. Um, <clears throat> it is August. I, it, the goddess of irony is hard at work. I actually set it in my calendar for August 15th to uh, have my shit together to get ready to start a pads and pawns drive for, um, for folks that have uh, menstrual cycles. You dig what I'm talking? 
and um <clears throat> and uh but folks that have menstrual cycles that like are you know homeless and shelters and and all that basically doing what the folks the secular sisters.org did and just uh you know doing that ourselves as the wine cellar out here in um in northern illinois like we're gonna get that cracking off out here like i think they were out in washington dc when they did that so we're gonna do that out here um just set up a gofundme and then the idea is um and shut the gofundme off boom august 31st over and then take what's there and um and go purchase these uh, products for these uh, folks that have menstrual menstrual cycles, but you know don't really have access to much, and um, and get these products and take pictures of the receipts so that the folks that contributed can add them up and see that we use the whole shit for that. The same thing like that Phoenix Kalita did when she went down to um uh down to Ferguson to help folks out and um and just and make it crack like that and then you know what bang it out maybe do it again yeah you know i want to get back into some activism and uh, i think that's a good way to help help some folks out that don't have access to much right right um this is winecellarmedia.com this is the black podcast with wine cellar media i am william j black ass motherfucker fetus Kalita, resting it is 4.19 a.m. I've got to be heading out here somewhere around about 5 a.m. I need to uh, change the cat litter, take out the garbage, and then go jump on another 12-hour shift. Nicka, nicka. Oh, yeah, but how the goddess of irony is playing with it. Um, August 15th, I'm actually going to begin four days off work because Phoenix Kaliter is the uh, director of communications with the Sex Workers Outreach Project. Um, and, uh, she's going to be at a Woodhall event and, um, uh, you know, hobnobbing with folks, trying to get funding and whatnot, interacting with folks, interacting with lawyers and whatnot, especially lawyers. Lawyers are, we're talking about sex workers, rights. Lawyers are very important to interact with. So she's going to be out there doing fatness, right? Right. Okay paypal.me slash phoenix and william if you just want to throw a nigga a little something to put on the groceries <laughs> or patreon.com slash wine seller media fund if you want to have um early access to um early access shit that we put up like the uh the most recent white on white crime episode i think it was early access by uh, about four days and a couple hours um, whenever Phoenix Kaliter does a uh, episode of the Sex Workers Outreach Project program, it's uh, early access. Uh, so if you uh, if you want that, uh, that's uh, patreon.com slash Fund. Our Patreon is not a tiered system. Um, the, the person that uh, comes through with $1 gets the same early access as the person that comes through with 5 or 10 or more, right? Not a tiered system. You know, every, everybody... Uh, Nigga, we socialize the access. <laughs> Nigga, that's I, 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 the way to put it. All right, motherfuckers, we up out. Please be as safe as possible wherever you are.
real. I don't fuck with you because you disrespect me. You disrespect my hood. I don't know, man. That doesn't seem uh, woke. And I'm, I'm woke as hell. Don't tell me you fed the boys without me. You were in a coma. My gut. What else happened? You won't like who's president. It's not Barney. Oh, I'd say you jam one of these in the back of a white man's skull, twist the handle like so, and then your blood runs out through the hole here.